Hi, welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I am Rachel Shores. I am a watercolor artist painting my inner and outer journey, which I, you know, that's my tagline. Let me take a moment and describe that a little bit. So during my travels, I would always try to paint the ambiance of a place, a little street corner. And my favorite thing to paint is like a moment that won't come back. So I'm not really painting architecture and stuff that's 100 years old. I like to paint things that won't be there all the time. And I also try to paint um, my journeys of my inner visions and dreams and experiences as well as other people's. So, And I'm with Laomi. <laughs> Hi, Laomi. <laughs> oh, I love that. I really love that, your, your description. Yeah, I'm, I'm Laomi. I'm also an artist um, um, living in Germany. And I work with Nature Matures. I paint figurative yeah work on, on with soy on Texas at the moment and I'm I think I'm dealing with um connection with ourselves with each other I think my work circles around connect connections between people between us and nature and between us and ourselves <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense connecting connecting the dots yeah, somehow. So it just I just explore this connection. What does it mean, and how do we, and how are we con- all connected? And yeah, and it's based on a narrative I'm also writing. Yeah, so <laughs> I love that. That reminds me. We're just gonna dive in today. It, it reminds me of um when I had my psychotic break, and that was the thing that my brain couldn't comprehend was once I started seeing that everything is connected and everything, everything, everything really is connected. It it's spiraled. I quickly spiraled out of control. <laughs> it was amazing, but I couldn't keep up with it. I couldn't keep up. It was just like, <laughs> but I love it. I still love it. I love seeing the connections. I was, just last night, I found an artist and I saw her work, and her work reminded me of another artist. And I'm like, oh my goodness, these two could be oh. such good friends, you know. Just before, uh, and I commented, and and they followed through with it, and they're like both. And she's like, oh yes, I'm I'm yeah. now a huge fan. I'm like, yay, I was right. Yeah, everything's connected. Yeah, and that's what I experienced when I was in, in coma and and such. But I think it's also a, a bit inspired by Zen because it's. I think all our problems in this world and society spring from the fact that we are no longer we no longer have a good connection to ourselves mm. so we try to um put everything all our all our needs and all our problems we try to project them onto something out there instead of just sitting with ourselves interesting and doing this kind of being with ourselves sometimes it even feels like we don't even know ourselves that much because we fear we are much worse than we basically are so we we try we look for validation from from the outside am i good enough and instead of just sitting with us which is can be scary can be difficult and that's that's i think that's part of my 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 art that's what i'm trying to deal with because i think i i, I could make i don't know gigantic units with political messages but somehow it all comes down to this to the relationship we, ha- we have with ourselves mm-hmm. Only when we have a good relationship with ourselves and know what what's seen as faults and what's seen as strength, and we can have relationships with someone else. Yeah. 
So <laughs> it's funny because as soon as you said going back to yourself, I would just went straight to the word blame. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I very good. I blame myself for many things. And <laughs> I don't. That's what we talked about last time about this conditioning. So we, we, we listen to all these conditionings all the time. And, that, and then we think that's how we are. But actually, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> and it's about finding out. And yeah, I think what's helped me is to identify what is and then not decide if that's moral or immoral or good or bad and just leave it as it is. Exactly. And that has been, and I think that, I mean, I'm sure you're saying the same thing, but like, man, that has been strange because everything used to have the category of good or bad for me. You know, this is good and this is bad, you know, good food, bad food, good way to spend your time, good feelings, bad feelings. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's conditioning. And who says so? You always can yeah. trace it back to when you when you think, oh, I'm I'm not I'm I'm a bad person. And then isn't is it really true? Where does this information come from? Can I test this? Who says so? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness, I had such a great example, I don't really, of this, of, like, witnessing families. And when you see different families come together mm -hmm. and you can see what the values were taught in each family and how they really clash, yeah. that was really interesting to me. Like, you know, you've got the um, the still... The quiet, you know, loud noises is is rude family. And then you get the, like, loud, boisterous, you know, compete yeah. for <laughs> compete for attention and words family. And those two don't, <laughs> they and don't mix well. <laughs> and I think each of them, those the parents just follow what they've been taught. I mean, it's yeah. not that they invent this and they do this consciously. I think it's just taught and and just do it as the way you know it and mm. you think that's the truth but some and i think that's when you sit down and try to find out what really is so maybe you can break the cycle and that's what yeah. i try to do with my art to have some, some moment of stillness where you where you look at this thing and somehow you look at yourself like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i uh, I really, I, I'm really loving it too for the culture shock of, you know, of what it is to be, uh, you know, I, I'm getting this whole um, new uh, perspective on myself by living in a different country and like, you know, what is American, <laughs> you know, conditioning versus what is German <laughs> and, and like to see myself through the eyes of like foreigner, you know, like I'm the foreigner, but you know, to see, you know, like, and, and here in Germany, like I'm, I'm working with, you know, we've got Chinese coworkers and Indian coworkers and German co and Irish and like, and like, and you start looking like, wow, is this their family or is this this culture? It's, it's amazing how complicated, like intricate or complicated and, and, uh, unnoticed, or how blind we are to ourselves. I think I don't. I don't know if I'm oh, saying that right. Word, yeah, basically that brings us to what we actually wanted to talk about. 
Does it? Show me how this connects. <laughs> yeah, I want you to talk about jobs and earning money as an artist and having clients and commissions and all this stuff. When <laughs> like me working on this on this project where it's all about relationships to ourselves, somehow it doesn't. For me, I it doesn't fit very well with selling this stuff. <laughs> uh. This is a project not to be sold. Somehow I. Honestly, we're working on this. I have absolutely no idea how to make money with this. So <laughs> that's why I work another job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, so, all right, we will get into some tactics, but, or hopefully. And, but the other thing though, like, I don't know if I've told you, I think I've told this story on this podcast before, but one of the things that really inspires me is seeing other patrons. Oh, yeah. And what they do. Uh, shoot, there's a new guy I just found on TikTok. And all he does is weird stuff. Okay. Like, just weird things. And he tells people his idea, and people are, and then if they like it, they fund it. Oh, wow. And he gets tons of money for dumb stuff that isn't even, I was like, is it, it I guess it's art, but is it, like, like my favorite, like, he's, right now, he's best known for, um, he turned a, uh, tandem bicycle you know, a bicycle built for two. He turned it into a bicycle for a minotaur, right? So, so he put so the back end looks like it's a horse, and then you sit on the front and bike, and now both of your feet are. <laughs> you know why people fund this? Because they want to be part of something they think is cool. Yeah. And that's it. That's, I, I thought a lot about this. Art is not just about the product. It's about being part of it. That's what I said when, when we talked about this um, podcast about earning money. And that's, um, well, yeah, when you have someone who collects art, I think it's not about your product. Yeah. It's about being part of this, being part of the process of the artist, being part of this special inspiration. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This, is, this one collector I, I, I listened to, she said, what she finds fascinating is that artists have not just two one pair of eyes they have an a, a third eye they can see something she cannot and that's mm. what fascinates her and she wants to be part of that she wants to learn what we see as artists and that's i think and, and, and you can be part of this you can be part of this project this stream and this crazy stuff the guy just yep. does and i think that's it's also part of it it's not just about the product yeah I love it. Yeah, and that's that's what I noticed. Too. There was another patron, and he had uh, the idea. He wanted to take a synthesizer and give each note, each key on it, uh, a Furby. And then, yeah, and pro, and it took it took lots of money because I mean he had to collect all the Furbies, he had to get all the wiring to program each one to be their different notes and light up i don't know what he did it was it was this music programming computer project you know that he had the skills to do and watching that i was like that is the most just about it's that is such an impractical thing (laughs) honestly i think that's what life is about just do something I don't know, have some experience and do it with other people and be part of it, be part of something. So you think it's it's more than just sitting there looking at your screen and doing the same stuff over and over again. Maybe it's something exciting. Maybe that makes yeah, that makes me so flipping happy 
just yeah. thinking about that. And I, uh, and you're right. Cause this is exactly what I want. Like, I really want people to be, I really want to see the, I really want my people to help me make my book. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I want. Now talking about this, I thought, Oh, I want to sell prints. Yeah, I can sell prints, but I think I want to have this project and I want, yeah, I want to put it into, I don't know, into being somehow. Yeah. And, and I can invite people who are interested in this being part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But being part of this dream of this vision. And I think it's because we spoke about giving and, and um, receiving. And I think that's also what we can give dreams, yeah. some, some excitement. And I never thought about this because I have. I think I have a conditioning that tells me, okay, art, no, <laughs> work a job and work hard. And <laughs> somehow I have to. I love that. Oh my goodness. So last night, this is very strange. Um, I found a TikTok creator called Thor the Angel or Angel, the Angel Thor, something okay. like that. Um, very his original like background story was very strange. So of course I was like, Oh, I'm going to hang out here. And and he was live. So I got to like watch what, what he was all about. But so he has, he has this weird story, weird things to, and I feel like that's going to turn a lot of people off. But what really got me was he was like, you know, it's my do. He, he was like, my, I know what my calling is and my calling is to share love and help people remember love again okay and that was just so for you know so simple and so honest and um it really helped me remember you know what my yeah. purpose is with my art you know and and my project and like this is where i get hung up with the conditioning we'll call it conditioning because it's like when i say i want to write a I want to write this travel book about myself. I feel so narcissistic. We were just talking about, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to spend, I want to fill an entire book just talking about myself and what I was thinking <laughs> and but what I see, did, you, you know? know? It's and not I, you write about yourself when you take up space. You give a lot about yourself when you, when you talk, tell yourself. Yeah. And just to say what we said, narcissistic, being narcissistic means having no empathy. <laughs> but i mean self-absorbed is the word i would call myself and and like like thinking about myself a lot and that's where the book that's what really gets me worried about this book by what you know what what i think about art is i what i what kind of art i like it's when they are very vulnerable and they open themselves up and it's very, very personal and then it becomes very universal and then it yeah. becomes powerful. And I think when someone says, yeah, I just write about, I don't know, um, the, the, the crisis, whatever, it's, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not attached. You know, sometimes I, I think when I see this political art, they don't give something of themselves and I feel cheated. I feel they cheat on me because I want to feel. Mm. I want. To, uh, that's exactly what I want. Also, being part of this, have, knowing more about their unique vision, being part of their dream and their project. And um, oh, there's a post. <laughs> I don't know. If I, I heard the bell. Like that's just, that's just a that's just a a, a jingle oh, of agreement. 
All right. Lama has stepped away to answer the door because that's what we do. Um, what I was going to say is about my book is that exactly what, what Lame was, what you were saying, Lame, that um, I want to. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think create art is always um, also very personal because sometimes you have this. Yeah, look at music and you have this it, it's it feels like a product someone singing about love and blah 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 blah, blah. and I, I think no that i can't deal with what what's what's the matter what should i do with this i want to have some something deep something personal i want to you know mm -hmm. and, and therefore it has to be personal i had yeah. to learn that as well because i could otherwise yeah. you just paint pretty pictures and it's just very shallow yeah it's shallow yeah. As well. yeah and it's not like you take up space and you take up energy and people voluntarily decide to read this and then yeah, you get yeah. something from yourself your experience your transformation and your and i think that's that's it i i, yeah. think I have to process that myself <laughs> i'm still i'm not there yet but <laughs> well well we'll we'll get you there yeah but this is i i wanted to just say i would agree i agree with that because that's what you know i my old my 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 fallback way is like, oh, I'm just, I just want to talk about myself and I want everyone to see all the things I did. But it's like, but what gets me so excited, like I, I have my bullet point of these are all the awesome things I've done, which is really, really great. And e it's the easiest. I feel like I have the easiest brags now because I just have these long lists of things I've done kind of thing. But and people can see that and they can be impressed and like, yeah, that makes me happy and is validating. But like the reason I really wanted to write it was because exactly, exactly what you say. It's like, mm -hmm. I want you to see what a complete idiot I was. Like, I didn't know. I just did it. I didn't, I didn't have the answers or I didn't. Um, and not only that, but like, I believed I had such a skewed, uh, ignorant oblivious idea of the world you know and i and then and then i went out into the world to change my mind you know like and that's what i absolutely love about it and i feel like what gets me most passionate about my book i think is anytime i meet somebody who is living this normal life and then they hear my story and they're like oh i could never do that i'm too boring or scared or whatever whatever and i'm just like i did i like had the most like i grew up in the midwest do you know how boring of a place that is like <laughs> i had the most normal well okay maybe not so normal but like i had such <laughs> i thought my life was insanely normal <laughs> inspiration i i once um talked with a friend and she said oh she loves to read autobiographies because they're so inspiring to just be part of the the struggles of these people and their successes and how they overcome things and the transformation and that's what she called that very inspiring and empowering and that's oh and you yeah that's you give something instead of just taking something right i think that yeah. i have to learn being an artist i think what i grew up with or have this painting and now I go out there and go on everybody's nerves by showing it. But it's not true. <laughs> Basically, and a collector would say, 
something totally different when they like Murad. I would say they can they they enjoy it and they enjoy this excitement of being part of this process and being part of this. And yeah, yeah. I think I've shared with you that um, girl. She's like what eight? She's she's young. And she created her entire fantasy world, and now she's trying yeah. to put it into a series of books. And I mean, and it is like, it is a new Lord of the Rings world. Like, it is a whole new, complete, I mean, she's got languages and idioms and and, and customs mm-hmm. and cultures and different and, and species of animals and, like, on. And, I mean, it is, there's... It is, and it's all completely new, like from her, you know, like I can't even, it's not wizardry. It's not middle earth. It's, it's, I don't even, you know, it's her thing. And it's so flipping exciting that like, there is this whole other world in this one person's head and she's trying to bring it out into this world and the followers she has and the support she has is so exciting. And, and, and. I think the the excitement comes from her because she, you know, she can, she's the one that, she's the key and she can describe it, you know. And yeah. like one of my favorite was, um, the, I can't remember details. The only one I remember is uh, 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 seafaring people, fisher people, and mm-hmm. their houses are the abandoned shells of these crustacean animals that are like their, their spiral Okay. Shells are as big as a house, and they and she had them illustrated, and it was like these, like it's like living in a spiral house of a of a seashell. I'm like, oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, but I think I think it's conditioning again. When I think of my stuff and my story, and I, I think no one cares, but honestly, when you put on the shoes of a collector or so, myself, when I look for some new music or some some great book to read. I'm so happy when I find something that's inspiring, that's honest, where I can feel something of the author or the artist. That's so exciting, honestly. Yeah. And I, I think we have to think far more like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and I think, I think, I think maybe one of the things that's maybe limiting us is because I feel like the the artist and the writer is kind of a rare thing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like maybe it seems uh, you don't have that many examples. Like either you're a brilliant author describing everything or maybe you're a graphic novelist and you, you know, but like because you have both, I mean, that is so unique and so rare. And I think it's quite intimidating because now you've got two different yeah, telling right. the story, writing the story, and showing the story. And just the fact that you can, that you, you know, can show people what's in your head is huge and and mm-hmm. intimidating. <laughs> but <Yeah>. really exciting. <laughs> well, what I thought about this, what, what, what I encountered many times in my life when I went somewhere, I don't know, and said, I'm an artist. I could see in the eyes, oh, no. Now she's going to show me something. I think it also plays a part because you're, you're always, I don't know, they don't want to see anything. It's such a negative reaction sometimes without even seeing what I'm doing. I know I've met people who think I'm the crappiest artist on, on this 
planet without ever seeing anything I did. And that's something, there's always some, some negativity about this. Uh-huh. And I think as long as you need outside validation that affects. Yeah. Like, I think it affected me because I wasn't so sure about myself. Now I can say I not, honestly don't care. It's, it's just my job to do this. If you find it ugly, yeah, well, there's so much yeah. other stuff out there, but it doesn't define me. But I think when I was younger, this was really the case and it affected me. Yeah. Well, I wonder, you know, it, it seems to me that the problem is I've like art and create has been lumped into like sales, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a commodity. Absolutely. And, and when people hear I'm an artist, you might as well say, you might as well tell me you're selling makeup or something, you know, <laughs> like they're like, oh, please don't try to make me buy that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I even uh, met this woman and she was an acquaintance and, and, and she said, oh, yeah, uh, in a way, like, I don't want to follow you on, on Facebook. Otherwise, you just send me all your crap every day. And I thought, what? I would never do that. But that's what And it was really insulting. In a way. Wait, <laughs> she said that? Not in a nicer. Oh, okay. Much nicer words. But that's, I think that's what she meant. And that's what people really, what people think artists do. You just go out there. I have. <laughs> it's it's something I would never <laughs> do, but that's also yeah. The the world is not open to this because somehow they think oh, being an artist is like being I don't know, yeah, unemployed and just <laughs> yeah. And, and on, this yeah. is where I don't know if we were going to talk about this this episode, but like this is where I really feel like that educating people comes in to what yeah. is it that we do and how do we sell and how does it work kind of thing because yeah like that's one thing that was so inspiring about this girl i'll put her link in the hopefully in our show notes um because her work is amazing um she she described um she she really educated her audience Mm -hmm. like instead of just being like yeah i'm writing a fantasy novel she's like look this is the world I created. This here's a detail, like a, one detail of one of five. You know, and culture. Okay, so we had a bit of a technical issue, and now we're lost. So Laume, you had a <laughs> final thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, we we spoke about this about um yeah the the audience being part of the process and and you said you're afraid of talking too much about yourself but i think this is what they actually want want to learn about about your unique vision as an artist and i think maybe what i do at the moment is just i i i create my art and then occasionally i send out (laughs) a, a painting or a drawing to the world but maybe that's not it it's not about the product it's about the process as well and i think i never consider this something special but i i think the audience people who want to buy art want to be part of that and are not artists are interested in how we do it actually how do we how do these ideas come into being and how do we create them and they want to be part of it they want to listen to it they want to be inspired by it and yes. I think it's the same with your with your book. It's they want to be part of this. How you left your home and went on this journey, and it's not talking about you. 
when when they read this, they are also talk. You also talk about them, about mm -hmm. the reader. You know what's possible for the reader and what's possible in this world, in this life, what this life has to offer. Much more than buying a print. It's it's how art is created. It's something fascinating, and how our artists do it in their unique way. And maybe that's something we should consider. I mean, having yeah, talking about this, educating our audience because they want that, not because they're stupid, but because yeah. they're, they're they're interested in this unique voice. When I think about some some directors I really enjoy, and I don't know. I really like to watch a documentary on how they work and their ideas, and I find that always oh, so fascinating. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, love. I absolutely love that. Yeah, that yeah. is so true. And that's the unique vision. You have this artist, and you think, wow, the, the artist is great, but it's so fascinating to be in the studio and and see how they do it and their thoughts behind that. And I think, I'm, I'm I don't know. I think my conditioning is in is in the way of me believing that. That, that I can share the same, <laughs> but maybe I should give it a try and see yeah. if you're interested in my process and yeah. want to be yeah. part of my projects because that's what I want. Some projects and maybe selling like Christo did. He had these gigantic projects. He couldn't sell them. As, and so he sold drawings and said, okay, buy this drawing and you're part of this project. You become part of it. You become part of this dream. Yeah. And I think that's what, makes art so exciting otherwise it's just like i don't know it's just like a thing but it's yeah. more than that i love that it really reminds so what i'm it's funny because this reminds me exactly what happened to me on another project but the the difference with that one is like i didn't have the same uh attachment to it mm -hmm. <laughs> and i think i'm learning that this is what my problem is is like this one's really important to me this is like my life's work you know and the other one, the other time when I did Sacred Mullets, that was just for fun and it was weird and it took off and it was completely accidental. But that was such an exciting journey because it's like, it was, you know, it, it came from a contest. Um, this contest was kind of like my moment to share with people how I always thought Jesus looked like he has a mullet. And... And so I, you know, and I, I made it finally, I finally made my art and then it was received really well, which that was a shocker. And I had thought like, that was a, that was supposed to be just a one-off thing. Like there was never going to be another, there was nothing else to add to that. But I have nearly, I have 20 plus 21 illustrations now referring to like, mullets in the biblical sense and i'm pretty sure i could get to 40 i would i'd really like to make a hair book like a prayer book of it and yeah people came to me with their ideas and like when they got it when they got the joke they started making their own jokes and then i could illustrate those and they'd point out new like references because it's like latin and pop and pop art and bible like if you can put those three together we've got we've got a piece of art kind of thing and it was it's hysterical <laughs> and yeah and and it's yeah that's i 100 percent agree <laughs> like well, as a community we we make something even bigger and better so and i think that's 
the the yeah the more personal your art is and the more you share about yourself i think the more impacted you can have because then i think that's what inspires and not just uh, i don't know some some con concept i think it's a personal story and the personal you yeah the yeah. personal i story behind it that inspires yeah oh. oh i am on fire yeah, i'm so excited we wanted to talk about something completely different but i like this <laughs> well you know what the, but this but this i feel like this helps when we talk about jobs and work and art like like i think the problem is that we're always viewing art from like that capitalist mindset like what's your product what's your niche what's your what's your what's your price and us poor you know creatives we can't work that way we have no. to it's a bigger it's a bigger thing than that you know so yeah i think i think I feel like what we have to do is like redefine, reword what we are doing. Yeah, I, oh, I like that. Yeah, because. And then bring our clients along with that instead of here's this product, like it, buy it. It's like, yeah, yeah. here's a vision. They don't know. Fund it. It. <laughs> is it an original? Could be a print. You could buy this at, I don't know, what, wherever. And I think you have. And this is what educate, education means in that sense, to see how it's created. And I think as artists, what we do is we're not special. I would never say an artist is special, but I spent my time looking at things from a different perspective that some, someone who's working at an office maybe has no time or, or maybe no, no, no interest in doing, but I can be the person who, who, who talks about this. And, and mm -hmm. this the audience can learn about this um, and I think it's even more interesting when you have a lot of artists and they can see all these different perspectives on the world and I think that's what's exciting yeah and, yeah and and like to put it in a like a less grandois you know I can't say that word grandois grandiose <laughs> way <laughs> um you know um you know like I see this in like I think a really great example of this was someone else who went she went absolutely viral, um, got millions of followers, tons of support, and like part of it was like her vision was to be you know a stay-at-home mom that could you know take care of her family. She was a single mom, and this was her business, and people wanted to support that vision, which I think that's really valid. Like yeah, we want everyone to be able to have a comfortable life, you know, and and we find this person. And her, you know, that was her, that was her big vision. And, but her business was um, personalized uh, Starbucks cups. Yeah, and I was like, I just loved it because it's like, you're taking the Starbucks nuts. This is not me, but you know, like, like their identity is that they drink Starbucks and they love Starbucks and they love mm -hmm. it so much. They have their like reusable cup and then they personalize it, you know, and they get to have her designs and she makes the cups and it's this hand. Um, yeah, being part of something. Else. Exchange. I mean, honestly, this world we live in can be very dull. You know, you have all the terrible stuff on the news and then you do basically every day is the same. And there's not much excitement anymore. And I think life is not just buying things and things collecting things or whatever life is experience and possibility and i think that's where art comes in when i listen to 
I don't know, new music. I, I really enjoy that. Or read a, read a book or see a, a, a wonderful movie. It, it just reminds me how wonderful and yeah, yeah. how life can be, how I can yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. I still, this is my, I get way too, uh, we got, yeah, my time is almost up. But what I wanted to say was, I, this is what gets me so flippin' excited about art because it is to me the most basic, perfect example, or this is creativity of, of creating something from nothing. And, uh, and people say this all the time for businesses and entrepreneurs. It's like everything we're looking at and seeing now was at one time in somebody's head yeah. and didn't exist, you know? And we as an artist get to be that too. And or as a creator, like whatever you create, it wasn't in this world and you're bringing it in, into existence. That's and it's, the possibility of what we as humans can do. It's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's perfect. Let's go bring something into existence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do we have a question for our Instagram? Hmm. I would, you know, I would, instead of, uh, you know, I had a hard week. I would really just like people to celebrate something they have brought into this world. Yeah, just in, yeah, just look at what whether what, it was what art or it, what you give of yourself. Yeah, what have you? What have you already given? Like you don't, yeah. you don't have to worry about giving and doing more. Just what had, what's like. I'd like everyone to reflect on like what was a moment where something you offered or brought to the table made an even bigger experience yeah. with others. Yeah. Collaboration. <laughs> awesome. Well, yay. Okay. Well, I will see you next time. Oh, um, I only have one problem. <laughs> we will. But no. Um, do we have an idea of what we want to talk about next time? Oh, not yet. I think it always changes. <laughs> Maybe we could we could talk about uh, day jobs, trying to yeah. Yeah, that was supposed to be the topic today. So yeah, we could always get into practical tips if people yeah. want to do that. Yeah. Oh well. Anyways, uh, yeah, go create. <laughs> I'll see you. Bye. Bye.